When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new gods for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present King of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having indirect object, the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. He has refused his assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained. And when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people, unless those people would relinquish their right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions on the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative power, incapable of annihilation, 
have returned to the people at large for their exercise. The state remaining in the meantime, exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and convulsions within. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither, and raising the conditions of new appropriations of land. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amounts and payment of their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. He has kept among us, in times of peace, standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. He has effected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our Constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation for quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, for protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states, for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases of the benefits of trial by jury, for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses, for abolishing the free system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it at once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies. For taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the form of our government. For suspending our own legislatures and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burned our towns and destroyed the lives of our people. He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the work of death, desolation and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy, scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages, and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation. He has constrained our fellow citizens, taken captive on the high seas, to bear arms against their country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren, or to fall themselves by their hands. He has excited domestic insurrections among us and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers the merciless Indian savages whose known rule of warfare 
is an indistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Nor have we been warning in attentions to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our immigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity. And we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They too have been deaf to the voice of justice and of consanguinity. We must therefore acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war, in peace, friends. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, in general Congress assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do in the name and by authority of the good people of these colonies solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of a right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Hey, welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. We're live down at the Scrantastic Spectacular Courthouse Square. Instead of Rob's rundown today, I'm going to have a list off of fireworks you can go to the area. And, uh, you know, check it out. Something to do. Leave it to the professionals, I always say. The Wright Township Municipal Park, 930 tonight, with a rain date of Wednesday at 321 South Mountain Boulevard and Mountaintop. The Tunkhannock Rotary Club tonight at 6 p.m. They start their festivities at the Tunkhannock Area High School Athletic Field. The Lackawanna County Scrantastic Spectacular tonight at Courthouse Square. We'll be broadcasting this show live until 6 o'clock. Come down, say hello, see us. you got all our sister stations down here as well. you got the old-fashioned 4th of July celebration tomorrow at 9.30 at Kirby Park. The Rail Riders celebration at PNC Field on Tuesday, tomorrow, July 4th at 635. That's kicking off. And you have the Berwick 4th of July celebration at 1 p.m. in Jackson Mansion. And that's a, a list of, not, not a complete list, but that's a list of what jumped out at me for uh, the festivities for today and tomorrow for, uh, for America's Independence Day, the 4th of July. Today's July 3rd, 2023. 
Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I've said it on the air many times, and I, I say it uh, again today. You know, be safe this 4th of July weekend. You're, you're, you're most of the way through. We got tonight and tomorrow. So, uh, you know, make sure everything's good for you and you're protecting yourself. But leave the, the fireworks to the professionals. Uh, I, I, was, I saw the, the fireworks experts down here talking about the show. Uh, this is the first Grantastic Spectacular since 2019, thanks to COVID. But we're back, and it's, it's going to be one of the greatest uh, fireworks displays they said we've seen in a long time uh, in our area. So if you're not down here, come on down here. I believe the fireworks are at 930. But I, I posted that on my social media. You know, I posted the, the things that I, I say to you often when I, when I, when I talk to you on, on the show. And, uh, you know, I said, leave the fireworks to the professional. And, and I had some feedback from some people. And, uh, you know, it's why, uh, why I post these things. You know, somebody said, I'm sorry, I disagree uh, with leave the fireworks to the professionals. It's an old, old tradition around here of having neighborhood displays. Of course, common sense needs to be observed, but this seems to be a movement now that they're uh, legal to get rid of them. Um, and, and I accept, uh, you know, I, I, I uh, accept your, your take on it. I disagree. I think we should be leaving fireworks to the opinion, uh, professionals. But right after that, it kind of proved my point. And uh, one, of my, one of my followers, one of the listeners here in our area said, On July 3rd, 1977, I lost my husband due to a mishandling of a firework. On a family outing in Springbrook Township, my husband's brother put a firecracker in a rain gutter. The bang went off and hit my husband, and a piece of metal cut his carotid artery and jugular vein. He was about 50 yards away from the explosion. He was dead within three minutes. He was 27 years old, and I was a widow left with a one-year-old. Uh, she asked me to check out her Facebook page uh, and read her daughter's tribute to the father that she never knew. Yes, Rob, leave the fireworks to the experts. And, and you know, I couldn't have said that better myself. Uh, it's, it's, of course, the reason I say it. I've seen so many, uh, so many uh, issues with fireworks. And, uh, and, and you're just better off. You're out here to enjoy our independence. You're out here to enjoy your family and friends around you. Uh, you know, if it's something you do, please be careful with it. You know, I'm, I'm not going to, if it's, if it's what you do and you've done it safely and you continue to do it, but, you know, it's, it's really not worth it because all you need is that one little mistake. Uh, you can call or text the show at 570-883-0098. Uh, get involved with it. I got access to both our phones and our text messages, so uh, you know we should be doing well down here. Hopefully the storms, it's nice and sunny down here in Courthouse Square right now, but there are, we are under a thunderstorm warning, so our watch. Uh, so so you know, just be cognizant. They say it's really not going to affect us the whole, the whole night, and the firework time should be good. But there are vendors. There are food trucks all around here. Nikki Stone, who was on before me, has her tent up right to the left of the Odyssey uh, booths uh, with her shirts. So make sure you check her out and say hello to Nikki Stone when you're here. Uh, we can go to the phone now. I got uh, Luciano. Thank you, Ralph, for taking my call. Before I forget, I wish you and your family a good uh, 4th of July. Thank you. You too, Luciano. You too. Yes, I have a problem with you. Now, I'm not that brilliant, 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 brilliant lecture, brilliant statement, what that president said, but it poisoned, it toxic poisoned the, the whole conversation, calling Native Americans those Indian savages. That was unacceptable. I'm not politically correct, but that's absolutely, that's like calling black people Negro or calling uh, uh, wetbacks, Mexican wetbacks or calling uh, Puerto Rican spigs. An unacceptable statement, but it was brilliant. But I just, like I told Jake, that's all I'm saying that wouldn't have been accepted. That's absolutely that's a 
3,000 times worse than with those names I gave to other ethnic groups calling Native Americans uh, uh, Indian savages. That's all I wanted to say. I'm not, I'm not well, politically l- correct, Greg. Uh, no, no, L- Luciana, let me, that was a historic speech by John F. Kennedy. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I, so, yes. yes, times have changed, and, yes. and I agree with you, but it, it is yes. a historic speech. It is in her records, and that's where we got it from. Yes, I'm not, I'm not sensitive. I'm not politically correct. Neither do would I uh, uh, tear down so many uh, historical statues and, and, and uh, you know, pictures of, of what uh, people did in the past. But, but uh, that was all I was saying. I'm not offended. I'm not offended, but I know most Native Americans would have been extremely offended by that statement if it was said in, uh, in uh, Nebraska, Minnesota, Iowa, where a lot of Native Americans still live. And that's all I'm saying, Rob. Or, or, or in today's context, Luciano. So yes. I, I agree with you there. And you have a great Fourth of July, great Thank Independence you. Day. You also. Thank you. Thank you. And, and you know, I agree with uh, Luciano there. Jake, I'm getting feedback. Can you do something with that? Okay. Um, a little better. Yeah, I got it now. Um, but it's just, it looks like a great day down here at Courthouse Square. Uh, and like I said, I do hopefully and will continue to have access to uh, text messages and the phone calls. Um, I'm just looking at the, the text messages now. and uh, But hopefully the storms scatter us. Like uh, I, I heard uh, our good friend Bob Cordero in his show this morning. You know, they're scattered showers unless you're in them. Uh, but right now the sun is shining at Courthouse Square. I'm seeing plenty of food trucks. You have all our sister stations from Odyssey here, Max 102, uh, WKRZ, Froggy 101 is all going to be broadcasting down live here. The Scranton Philharmonic is going to be here. And it's just a, it should be for a great evening. And hopefully if the storms do come through, if we do have some rain, it's really not going to be uh, too much of an issue to where it, it totally washes us out. They don't expect it to. And it shouldn't. But, um, yeah, the Lehigh Valley Hospital, Dixon City, proudly prevents the Lackawanna County Scrantastic Spectacular in cooperation with with the city of Scranton. Scranton tomorrow and the Odyssey family of radio stations in beautiful downtown Scranton. The eve of the Independence Day. Um, They're expecting, you know, a crowd of over uh, 6,000 people here. And like I said, there's going to be a variety of food trucks, children activities, local businesses, live entertainment. The side stage is going to be just to our rest, uh, our, our right here where uh, Biden Street is now. Uh, like I said, the Scranton Philharmonic is going to be right on, you know, within throwing distance of where I'm broadcasting live from now. So it should make a, a great day. What's your plans for... Uh, What's your plans for the 4th of July weekend for our Independence Day? We have a, a show packed with uh, treats, you know, basic Independence Day America. Uh, they say that patriotism is a, a, the lowest it's been in America in a long time. We're going to prove that different today here on WILK News Radio on the Rob O'Donnell Show. And uh, But I, I want to hear from you guys. I want to know what you're doing, what your plans were. We really didn't do much this weekend. You know, I did get some pool time at my house, was able to cut the grass at the beginning of the, the weekend, so get all that out of the way, and after that I was able to jump in the pool. But the storms, you know, were coming through. Thankfully, on, uh, on Saturday, you know, we really didn't have any rain until after we came inside. We had a nice fire going, um, you know, and doing with the things I love to do, spending time at home, spending time in my environment, and, and just decompressing from the week. And then, and everything in general, you know, the the things that are going on uh, around us in the world, and that's what the Fourth of July should be—to be thankful we're an American, 
to be thankful. We live in the greatest country in this world, and uh, we're going to prove that through this show and hopefully in the future. Uh, it's 3.31 here at WILK News Radio. It's time for the news with Paul Michael. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM. Beautiful day down here in downtown Scranton. I'm, I'm getting some text messages about the reading of the Declaration of Independence from uh, our former president, John F. Kennedy. And, and I understand the, the take of how it was narrated with uh, the, in regards to Native Americans, but this that was and still to this day is the writing of the Declaration of Independence. Now you got to realize this was 1776, a different time, a different place, uh, but that's that was the text and still is the text of the Declaration of Independence. So it was not meant to offend anyone. I disagree with the 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 phrase that was used in that calling calling anyone savages. Uh, you know, especially Native Americans, but it, it is the text of the Declaration of Independence, and that's, I mean, you, if you want to target John F. Kennedy for saying the words of the Declaration of Independence, you got to say everyone who's ever read the Declaration of Independence. Uh, you know, I just went through the text, and it's it, from the Declaration of, Na uh, from the National Archives, and it is there. Um, you know, to, to change subjects a little bit, uh, and in harmony with the, you know, being the greatest nation in the world and our independence, uh, I, I was looking into the uh, Congressional Medal of Honor uh, today, and the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania has 379 Medal of Honor recipients, the second highest in the nation. Uh, there are in total 3,535 uh, 3, Medal of Honor recipi recipients. Nineteen are, uh, are double recipients. And uh, the Medal of Honor is the United States' highest award for military valor in action. And while over 150 years have passed since its inception, uh, the meaning behind the medal never tarnishes. Each uh, etched are with the values that each recipient displayed in the moment that mattered. Bravery, courage, sacrifice, integrity, a deep love of country, and the desire to always do what's right. Um, if you've ever met anyone who's received the Congressional Medal of Honor, I, I have had the honor of meeting a few. Uh, three off the top of my head, and uh, it, it is it is truly our nation's highest honor. And, and the medal authorized uh, for any military service member who distinguishes himself conspicuously and gallantry and intrepidly at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty, while engaged in action against the enemy of the United States, while engaged in military operations involving conflict with an opposing foreign force, or while serving with friendly foreign forces engaged in an armed conflict, explaining uh, conflict against any opposing force in which the United States is not a belligerent party to. Um, I, I was unaware that Pennsylvania had the second highest number of people who received the Congressional Medal of Honor. I, uh, no, I am not surprised. Pennsylvania is the place that I chose home. It's one of the most patriotic states uh, that I've visited in our nation. And it's one of the reasons why I wanted to call this home 20 years ago when I moved here. And it's, it's done well for me. It's done well for my family. Two of my children, you know, active duty service members in our armed forces. Uh, you know, another child who cannot serve due to medical issues, you know, is, is, is finishing up her nursing degree again. Uh, to dedicate her life to service, uh, and and that's the way it should be. We we should try and give back to our nation, you know, as we can. Um, 
and uh, we are the greatest nation in the world because of that, because there are so many people willing to sacrifice, because there are so many people willing to give back. And uh, each and every one of us, each and every one of us, you, everyone listening, your friends, your family, have that opportunity to give back to this nation uh, if and when they're ever called, if and when they're, they're not called, if the opportunity arises. Maybe they're just walking down the street. Maybe they're intentionally going to do something. But it's that giving back to our country, giving back to our cities, giving back to our states, giving back to our, our, our friends around us that makes us special. And, and it truly does. America has risen to the occasion throughout history time and time again because of that sacrifice, because of that commitment to service that, that most, if not everyone, has deep inside them. And sometimes it just takes a little effort. Sometimes it just takes a little prodding. Sometimes it takes an outside um, occurrence that brings you and calls you at that moment, at that time. And with 379 members of Pennsylvania receiving the Medal of Honor uh, throughout history, the second most in the country, uh, just goes to show that it's something special that's held here in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and as it should be. Uh, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio. You come down to the Courthouse Square and see us at this Scrantastic Spectacular and say hello if you're in the area. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after this. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 980, 910, 1300 AM. Uh, Listen, if you don't agree with the Declaration of Independence, uh, I'm sure Britain has some land for you to buy over there. So uh, see ya. Um, if you want to call or text 570-883-0098, let's go to uh, Bill from uh, Wilkes-Barre on the Declaration of Independence. Bill. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I heard the comment by the previous caller about the use of a certain term for Native Americans that is absolutely unacceptable today. But what we have to remember is the context in which it was used uh, roughly two, about 240 years ago, or there about more than 240 years ago, when the British were allied with certain Native American tribes and those Native Americans and the British were doing some pretty terrible things, including over here the Battle of Forty Fort, where they, I believe they massacred some of the defenders of Forty Fort, and that was uh, the British Native American allies and the British were responsible for doing that. And yeah, that Bill, actually, actually at the four at the four twenty three hour, I'm going to talk about the Wyoming massacre. Exactly what you're talking about now, where where both sides, I mean, the the Indian tribes, the Native Americans of that time, split their allegiance. There were some that fought with the colonists and some that fought with the British. But you are 100 percent correct. And context is everything. You know, this is the verbiage of the Declaration of Independence. You have to take it in context uh, of of today. We use some certain terms for the British that we wouldn't use today because obviously they're our friends. They've been our allies for well, certainly ever since the Second World War, so uh, so we don't talk about them that way either, and they probably had some terms for us that they obviously don't use anymore. So we have to look at the context in which things were said. Indeed, indeed. And again, it's 247 years ago that it, that it was signed. It was actually written uh, 
a few years prior to the everyone actually signing it. Um, and, and we're going to get into a little history on that, too. There are certain signers of the Declaration of Independence that would only only uh, celebrate the day that it was actually written, not the day it was uh, confirmed. Oh, that's interesting. So it was written, well, it was written before July 4th, I assume. That's correct. Uh, it, yeah. I think July 2nd is the actual uh, day that, that they celebrated it. Oh, okay. Well, I, I shouldn't say they. I should say certain signers of the Declaration of Independence would only uh, celebrate July 2nd, not July 4th. I learn something new every day. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to touch on that. I did look it up. I, I believe. Uh, yeah, I, I believe I, I uh, pulled that information. I'm going to talk about that as well. Yes, I am. Well, thank you. So, all right, Bill. I appreciate your call. Have a great holiday. You too. Happy Independence Day. Um, what time is it? I got a. I got a few more. I got two more minutes, right? Yeah. All right, let's uh, go, go to the phones. We have uh, Lorraine from Hazleton on fireworks. Lorraine. Yes, I want to wish you a happy 4th of July, happy Independence Day. Happy and Independence Day to you too, Lorraine. Thank you. And, yes, I agree with you about leaving it up, the fireworks, to the professionals, because maybe in the past, yeah, your backyard fireworks, that's okay. But um, this, in this day and age, there's a lot of abuse going on because, oh, my gosh, just a couple years ago in my neighborhood, you'd see them uh, shooting off those long sticks. They were landing on roofs. They were landing on my back porch. They singed my car. And then you couldn't even go out on your street and watch the fireworks because, you know, with the cherry bombs, the street was so much smokier. Oh, you, you just couldn't go out. So, you know, people have to take that into consideration. Two things aren't the same as yesteryear. And yeah, for, yeah, and in ahead. most major cities like Wilkes-Barre and Scranton, especially, but there's a lot of smaller municipalities and townships that have basically outlawed it altogether. So, so they are illegal in a lot of areas. I, I think in in Scranton and in Wilkes-Barre, you know, there's really no legal place that you can actually use fireworks if you're you're a casual user. So you're better off just leasing it to professionals. Right, Come right. to something like like what's happening down here or one of the other ones that I listed, and, and enjoy yourself. Just sit back and enjoy. Right. It. You don't have to worry about getting burned. You don't have to That's worry about true. spending the money you just That's do what you right. need to do to enjoy the day and like i said there's plenty of food vendors down here there's plenty of market vendors we have all our sister stations here with plenty to do and it's just a beautiful day right now in courthouse square in, in the city of scranton and you know what rob before you go if i may touch on the subject i just heard you know about the word if i may say did you ever hear the radio host he came on 1300 at night michael savage yes yeah, so there. Should he change his name? No, no, and, and I think, I understand in today's world, in today's well, verbiage, it absolutely shouldn't be used for anyone, but it is the writing of the Declaration of Independence. The day, yeah. Today is the celebration of that, and at that time, you know, there was there was atrocity, atrocities committed on both sides, and that was the verbiage of the Declaration of Independence. And again, this was 1776, so... Well, uh, you know, it, it, it's the context does mean a lot there. You know what, though, Rob? I mean, a lot of things are, I mean, everything was, like, innocent. It wasn't, I don't know, sometimes it gets out of hand. That's my opinion. It gets disgusting after a while with a lot of things in general, Rob. That's where I'm coming from also. 
Well, it is, Lorena. You know what? I'm getting text messages saying that's why this country's garbage, because our Declaration of Independence was garbage. And, and those are just oh. people that are looking for dissent and such oh. like that. And, and these, these are the cowards that, that interact via text messages and don't put their names to anything and want to complain about everything. Yes, yeah. I understand. In this day and age, I'd be the first to defend someone who called anyone a savage. But in 1776 when we were at war on multiple fronts you know it, it was proper terminology uh, yeah. you know like it or not and, and if you're, you're not happy with america if you're not happy with the country we are now oh. either either a run for something and change it or b leave i mean those rob, are the two options rob, rob before listen you know what i knew a girl she's she was she is from england she married an, Ameri an american soldier she only married him to come over to the united states she said because she thought the streets were lined with gold, but oh, she was disappointed. Now, she belongs to a club in town, and when they say the Pledge of Allegiance, she says, I cannot, I cannot put my hand on my heart. And I said to her one time, she had me angry, I said, well, then why don't you go back to England? Well, my kids are here, but she said, I'm a Brit at heart. So there, can you imagine? So, you know, it's just, it's, it's terrible. And she said, well, I love my queen. I said, well, I love my Trump. That's when Trump well, was president. Lorraine, we're going to leave it at this. One of the beauties of being an American, and which was started by the Declaration of Independence, is people have the freedoms to say those things and act that way. Mm -hmm. And there's people out there that will support it. I don't like it myself, but they are either. free to say those things and do those things. And they I can stay either. in their atmosphere. I'll stay in mine. Lorraine, you have a great Independence Day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's see. We'll go to the phones now. We got L from Wayne County celebrating the second instead of the fourth. L, I got about two minutes. Okay, uh, that's that's okay. Um, what you're saying about the the second is the date that actually it was signed, and the fourth was the date that they said to celebrate it because they felt that the signage date should be different than the celebrated date of the fourth. I just heard that over the weekend. That was the first time I ever heard anybody say that. <laughs> but, and yeah. then now you brought it up. So, so uh, that's right. The second was correct. <laughs> yeah, and, and it wasn't signed all in one day. There was a, there was it was over a span of days that it was signed. And, and I know, and I'm, I have it. I think in one of my notes. I'm going to talk about it later in the show. But that there was a signer of the Declaration of Independence. I don't have his name in front of me right now. That would only celebrate the second. And uh, um, because that's the day that it was signed by the majority, and he figured that's the day that it should be done. And, and, and if anyone ever sent him an invitation for a function on July 4th, he would respectfully deny and say, but if you have one on July 2nd, I'll shortly attend. Um, so it was just a piece of information again. But it, it, again, it was over time. Uh, you know, you got to think when this document was written and when it was signed. You know, it took people, you know, days if not, you know, <laughs> to get to the location to sign it. Uh, sign right. it. And, and I think it, it was, was over a, a few days that it was signed and ratified. Right. Okay. All right. All right. Have a good fourth now. You too, Al. You have a great Fourth of July weekend. It's Rob O'Donnell on WILK News Radio. We'll be back with the Bloom after the Bloomberg Money Minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, live from Courthouse Square at the Scrantastic Spectacular. If you're looking to do something tonight, it looks like it's going to be a great time. The sun is out. There are a few few clouds in the area, but nothing. No, no. Uh, I'm not going to jinx it, so I'm not going to say there's no nothing. But the, the sun's out, strong. Uh, nice white cumulus clouds in the area. Uh, come on down and say hello. You'll you'll see all our sister stations here, Max 102, uh, KRZ, Froggy 101, and us, WILK. We'll be live till 6 o'clock. Um, you know, I, I want to throw in some, some uh, 
regular news stories from the area as well, but despite a growing price tag and opposition, the Lackawanna Trail is building that $3.2 million wellness center, and they approved their 2023-2024 uh, budget passed with tax hikes. Now, if you live in Lackawanna County and uh, your child uh, goes or your, your, your township is... Uh, goes to the Lackawanna County Trail High School, your taxes are going to go up 7.08%. And if you're in Wyoming County, your tax is going to go up 3.16%. So that's quite a tax hike for a one-time charge, especially for Lackawanna County. Um, and again, it was there was a mixed vote on the board. There were a lot of uh, dissensions. There were some threats made. Uh, they had the police uh, attend the meeting. There was no issues at the meeting, thankfully. Um, but... Uh, you know, if you live in those areas, you might want to start paying attention to the way your school district money is being spent because uh, it's a uh, it's um, a big tax rate increase. It's uh, four o'clock here at WILK News Radio. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show live from Courthouse Square.